It's Wired, the Pistons podcast, presented by Jeep. Here's your host, Matt Derry. All right, we're here, everybody. It is another installment, another edition of the Wired Pistons podcast, brought to you by Jeep from our Rocket Fiber Studios. Thanks for listening, everybody, and joining me today. Uh, Here we are, you know, end of April, still no basketball, a, a lot of folks talking about Jordan's Last Dance and the Bad Boy Pistons, and of course Fox Sports Detroit has done a fantastic job showing a lot of the old championship games and everything else. Let's talk some draft though today. My guest coming up in a matter of moments from Fox Sports. You also see him on the No Agendas show on Twitter with Kendrick Perkins and SportsTalk2319.com's Rashad Phillips, the all-time leading scorer at the University of Detroit Mercy, one of the most famous Titans, one of the greatest Titans of all time. And a guy that really knows his stuff when it comes to the NBA draft. So draft analyst Rashad Phillips will be my guest coming up momentarily. By the way, today the Pistons announced uh, the team owner Tom Gorris um, and the organization have teamed up with the Brooklyn Nets to deliver 350,000 KN95 masks and 100,000 medical goggles to the city of Detroit to help with the ongoing fight against COVID-19. And what a job that the Pistons organization has done with numerous donations. And Tom Gorris and the crew have done a great job in kind of taking care of the community, which is what Tom said he would do when he bought the team from Karen Davidson many, many years ago. And right now we're basically sitting, waiting for decisions to be made from the Board of Governors, from Adam Silver, about will the season be played? And, uh, you know, LeBron James tweeting out, hey, we're hoping to finish this thing. And there aren't... You know any any reports that have been confirmed about about plans yet, but certainly it's it's whatever's in the best interest of the players, coaches, fans, uh, uh, team, uh, you know members, employees, and uh, what to do in terms of safety and health uh, before anything is made, any decision is made about where to play these games, when to finish the season, if they will. So uh, keep that in mind. But it's organizations like the Pistons that are reaching out to the community. They're kind of putting a smile on our face throughout this pandemic, uh, that is for sure. Now my conversation with draft analyst and expert, Rashad Phillips. Our guest today here on Wired Pistons, got to talk some draft, don't we? And I, I think this guy is as underrated a draft expert as there is out there. He's a local guy from Detroit, of course, the all-time leading scorer from the Detroit Titans. Now at SportsTalk2319.com, you see him on No Agendas with Kendrick Perkins and on Fox Sports. It is the great Rashad Phillips. Hey, Shot. Hey, Matt. What's going on, Diesel? Great to hear your voice, buddy. How you been? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you reached out to me, man. It's always, it's always refreshing when, you know, guys that I've always been around uh, reach out, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, first off, as we get closer to the draft and what we're looking at right now, guys are making the determination to either come out early or stay. A lot of guys deciding to stay and test the waters. Do you think that's a good idea? I don't. I don't think it is this year. I for the simple fact that um, you can't have workout, you know. So that you, you don't. It's, it's going to be really hard to up your stock. Um, March Madness was canceled, um, obviously, and the fact that you can't really go out and work out for these teams and really show how good you are, it's just really bad timing um, for for kids to try to come out that don't have a legitimate shot. Um, of getting drafted because Matt, and you know this, is it's really, it's really about the workouts. When when guys are on the fence uh, or, or or don't really perform well at the college level, but they're they have uh, uh, maybe more talented 
and in, in different environments and the fact that they won't be able to perform in a different scenery, I think it hurts them. If you're a college coach, Rashad, and I want to get get into this a little bit more, but you know, obviously you want the kids to stay, but it, it's different when you played back in the late 90s in terms of, you know, I think some a lot of these college coaches now are telling these guys to leave, but they're not really listening to their college coaches anymore, are they? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not. Um, I mean, it, 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 all, it all comes down to the, the coach and the program and what, that, and what they stand for. I mean, you look at a lot of guys, like Coach K is kind of pushing guys out now. Um, and, and you look at Bruce Pearl over there, Auburn, I saw him talking about Jalen Green, who was going to the G League, but Auburn was on his list. I mean, there's, there are certain coaches that really understand the capacity in regards to kids being maybe better than what they have to be at the college level and can get it. So it's a, it's a, it's a case by case situation. And um, again, it depends on the coach and the university and what they're trying to do. Rashad Phillips with me. You see him on Fox Sports, NBA draft analyst. Check out his new website at sportstalk2319.com. All-time leading scorer at University of Detroit Mercy. And now keeping his eyes on all these guys. Rashad, when you look at what the Detroit Pistons, where they are right now, a rebuild has started. And they're going to have, likely, a, a top five pick when we get to this draft. And who knows when that will be. As far as an NBA team finally saying, hey, it, it's it's time to, to break this thing down and rebuild it, what do you think of what Detroit's going to be doing? Yeah, they, I think Detroit is sitting pretty. Um, they, they, got, they got the right coach in place. I really like Casey. I think he's a terrific guy, a good locker room guy. Um, you, can go, you can go a few ways here. Right? If the Pistons are in the, in the top five, I mean, do they go point guard? Do they go Cole Anthony? Um, do they – try to get an Obi Toppin sweepstakes. So I, I, I personally think they should go for Obi Toppin um, or, or Cole Anthony. Those are the two guys that I have at the top of my list for the Detroit Pistons. But I think that the city should be excited um, and what to look forward to because they have the right coach in place and they got the, the uh, uh, lottery pick. They should be able to make things happen with that. How is it different now than, let's say, a few years ago? And certainly we're in this pandemic and these guys aren't getting an opportunity to to go to the workouts, go to Portsmouth, go to Chicago in the pre-draft camp and and all that. How is that an advantage or maybe a disadvantage for Detroit? Well, I think it could be both. But here's why. Um, A lot of this is... This situation, this pandemic is basically going to show you which NBA teams actually do their homework and which actually teams that don't. And um, I, I think the business are in position to show their fans, the fan base, um, the NBA in itself that, hey, we're doing our homework over here and we know exactly what we're going to draft. So if you do your homework, if you've been paying attention for the last seven months, to a year to the kids, you don't really need Portsmouth or any of those things because you already have these kids figured out. Tell me about Toppin. You mentioned OB, the big guy from Dayton, and certainly one of the guys that will be back next year most likely is going to be Blake Griffin, still under contract, and Derek Rose. But other than that, it's young kids, and it's some, some good up-and-coming young kids, including Christian Wood, who I want to ask you about in a second. But 
Tell me about Toppin. Let's say the Pistons somehow got number one, or, or Toppin was there for them at three, or wherever that they might land with Blake. And if Christian Woods on the roster, uh, you still take a kid like that? Yeah, I still I still take him because you, you, you can't pass up on these hybrid post guys now. Like they are like unicorns. Um, Obi is the I mean you got like Obi is probably the only hybrid post in the draft. Um, you know you got Wiseman, but he's not it's not a hybrid like Obi. Um, and Blake Griffin is kind of on the tail end of his career. I think Blake could possibly get moved over time. So then you have Christian Woodward and Obi Toppin. So you have to have some foresight when you're drafting and not be so nearsighted. And I think a lot of teams mess up because they don't draft for the future. They try to draft for right now. And right now, Obi Toppin may not seem like the, the right fit because of the factors you said with Blake Griffin. But Griffin won't be there in two years. And you replace Blake Griffin with a guy that kind of plays like a younger version of him, but he's a little bigger. Matt Derry with Rashad Phillips here uh, from the Rocket Fiber Studios. Uh, it's This is another edition of Wired the Pistons podcast. You mentioned Obi, and it's interesting because people say, well, he played at Dayton. Everybody's seeing everybody now. You know, Dayton, whether it's CBS Sports Network or, or, or whatever, Rashad, they're there, there are no more hidden gems anymore, right? Everybody's seeing everybody now. Yeah, to an extent. Um, I still think that we, we're still a little green in regards to really expanding the knowledge of players that cover the entire landscape of college basketball. We're, we're still still infatuated with the Power Five conferences and the five-star players. I, I don't think collectively we need to – to start really embracing the the, the mid major players um, all around, I still don't think as a whole we haven't been able to do that yet because it takes a certain eye, a certain person to really dig that deep to the landscape of college basketball to kind of find those type of diamond in the roughs. You watch so much tape, and, and some of your tape and your film sessions you put out on Twitter. You mentioned Cole Anthony. There are people that say, no, don't love him. And, and, and you know, he played one year at Carolina, didn't play a ton. There were some injuries there. And certainly he has the lineage with his father. But there are some very high on him and, and others are not. You seem to be high on him, yes? Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, – I'm, I'm a little on the fence. I'm not – I don't I – think, I think he's a hit or miss prospect. Um, I, I think – I think you could – I think it could go either way. I mean, when I look at Cole Anthony, I think uh, he reminds me a lot of Colin Sexton um, from watching his tape. Um, he's a volume scorer, um, has some dynamic ability, but he, he's a little limited when it comes to his range as a jump shooter, and he struggles making people around him better. And the, 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 the two main ingredients you need in the NBA today – as a point guard, it's long-range shooting and the ability to, to make others around you better. And I think those are two attributes that he's still a little bit challenged at. But uh, he's young enough to be able to mold and drafting him early, you could hit a home run with him. Like I said, he's hit or miss. But if I'm the Pistons, I would seriously consider it because Derrick Rose is kind of on his last leg. 
and you want to fill that point guard position um, with a player that has a dynamic ability like Cole Anthony. Tell me about uh, your thoughts on on Anthony Edwards. I know the the draft, uh, the naysayers will say, well, the three point percentage wasn't there this past year, but boy, to have to have an entire program on your shoulders like he he had to have at, at Georgia, uh, what do you see in him? Do you like him? Yeah, I think Anthony Edwards is a pretty good player. I'm not uh, I'm not over the top about him like a lot of other people are. When they're just like you know trying to put him in a Hall of Fame already. He's not there. <laughs> I, I think the kid is very talented. I think he's good. Um, I think he has his flaws like all the prospects, but um, he, he gives me a little bit of Donovan Mitchell vibes watching his tape. Um, but I, I just don't, defensively, he just hasn't locked in at all. Um, I, I, and, I, and I would like to see a little bit more effort from him on the defensive side of the ball, especially from the position he plays. Um, but I'm not – he's not a home run pick for me. I think he's a good player. Um, I don't I don't think he'll be a superstar, though. I don't see it. This draft, Rashad, to, to, to you is what? Is it point guard heavy? Is it is it wing heavy? You mentioned Toppin being maybe the only multidimensional 6'8", 6'9", type of player. What's the overall theme when you're watching all these guys that, that you're, you're, when you're putting your draft board together? That's a great question. I, I, do, I think this is a utility draft, Diesel. I, I don't think that they're positional draft. I think this is a draft where teams are going to find guys that can just help fill out their roster and contribute. I don't really see any, like, superstars coming out of this class. And, and I'm sure this this will come back to haunt me in four years when these guys are going to be the 46th pick and lead the NBA in scoring. But I, I, I look at it as a, a, a utility draft, meaning that you can draft a guy one or 60 and still maybe get the same value. Wow. That's a little scary, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's why you got to do your homework because it's one of those type of drafts. It's a utility draft. Like, you can get a guy at 35 that may be better than a guy you got at 11. Hmm. Tell me about uh, – give me a name of somebody that – and you're you're famous for this, but give me somebody mid to late first, maybe early second. Do you have a sleeper that – you keep watching the film, and you, well, we all have time to be watching tape right now, Rashad, with what's going on in this world. That that maybe you say, "Oh my goodness, this could be this could be a steal." Yeah, I, I really love Grant Riller out of college, Charles uh, Charleston, and I love Mason Jones out of Arkansas. I think those two kids right there are just the, every time I watch the tape, I'm blown away. Like Grant Riller is the best offensive player. In, by a mile. That's how good he is offensively. Wow. Yeah, like Grant Riller is the real deal. Like, he's going to get in somebody's camp and they're going to be like, wow. Like, he's one of those type dudes. Um, Mason Jones is, is, is terrific. He led the SEC in scoring. He's big, 6'7", 220. Tough has a huge chip on his shoulder. He's going to be a fantastic pickup. And also, Jemias Ramsey out of Texas Tech. I think he's better than Anthony Edwards. 
his tape just speaks to me. It screams at me. <laughs> um, so those three guys right there, man. When a team gets those those three, I I think they. Tell me about getting these guys back. I, I know LeBron James put out a tweet uh, today, and, and, and the league's talking about getting this thing back up and running eventually. And obviously, the safety of the players, uh, you know, officials, front office people, coaches, uh, are, are all all come first. But as far as having to get guys back up in shape and, and getting shots up, because many guys aren't allowed to leave their house, and how, how long do you think that'll take? Uh, I mean, that's tough. Like it takes three to four weeks to get your body back right you know the, the flexibility your win you know you gotta get your game win you know there's a difference between training endurance and game endurance there's a difference and none of the guys are in game game shape like that i just think that uh i know they want to salvage the season but not at the expense of watching guys get injured regardless of what happened this asterisk uh, asterisk for whoever wins or not. So I prefer to just to monitor to monitor the situation and um, allow the world to heal before we get back to sports. And I, and I I do understand that sports is a holiday a holiday for all of us, you know. Um, but more importantly, I, I just really care about the safety of not only the players but just the people in the world itself. So we'll see how that play out. As someone that used to call your games, you fed off the crowd sometimes. You know, the, the, the crowd would say, you know, shoot it from there, or, or, and you'd pull up from 30 feet. Now, your coach didn't like that, but you you, you fed off of that. These guys might be playing in front of empty gyms. How, how's that going to work? That's going to be brutal. That's going to be brutal because obviously you play the game because you love it. But there's a there's a element to the game that comes with that, and that's fans, the noise, the the, the surroundings, all of that kind of plays into the factor of, of having the entire experience of being a player. And I think it's just going to lose a ton of air without all those things that are named. So that's going to be weird. If we're watching the Lakers play the Clippers and there's nobody in the stands, it's going to be brutal. But I, I think we're just we're craving for something, you know. And and, and this, especially this year, it's wide open. There's no Golden State, and uh, you know this thing was. It's unfortunate. It's wide open, right? No, I mean it's wide open. I, I don't really know, especially right now, because all the guys are not in game shape. You know, so you don't really – there's no favorites no more. They're, they're all starting at zero. It's crazy. All right, so Fox has shown a, a lot of old Pistons championship games, whether it was 89 team, 90 team, 04 with the, the going-to-work squad. Well, I'm not saying which one was better. We don't need to go through that. But what, what do you prefer to watch? Do you? I mean, obviously you were a uh, young kid watching the bad boys and uh, same with the 04 team. What, 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 what style of play? What – what what are you what are you intrigued about when people talk Detroit Pistons basketball in the past with you? Yeah, I like. I mean, I, I'm more of a. I, I like the, the, the 88, 89, 90. I, that's my team. Like with Isaiah Thomas, I just I like that team. Even though Ben Wallace is probably my favorite player out of all of them, 
Um, but there was just something about Isaiah Thomas and his leadership and just the way that he he worked the room. Um, he was exciting. He was a risk taker. Um, and I just have a, a appreciation of the way he played the game. And I think he's the greatest little man ever. So I'm going to lean towards Isaiah Thomas. You're a Trey Young guy. Uh, you you you've been on his bandwagon. You were one of the first. Uh, <laughs> I let you say that, but uh, tell me about how how much of Trey uh, Young do you? How much of Isaiah do you see in Trey Young? I see a lot. I see a lot of similarities. Um, just the fact that uh, a guy that is around six one, they're around the same size, six one, great scores, great passers. Um been told that they won't be able to leave the team. I just think they got similar storylines. They both wear number 11. Um, and I, I like I see myself in, in Trey. Um, I just And I, I believe Trey will deliver for the Atlanta Hawks. I do. I think he's going to really deliver for the city in regards to putting them in positions to win. Um, and I've seen this. I've seen this movie before with Isaiah Thomas, and I think Trey Young is going to do something similar. Shy, great to uh, catch up, my friend. We'll uh, check your stuff out. The brand new site is out at sportstalk2319.com. You'll be making all of your rounds on Fox Sports again once we're all up and running, and uh, certainly on no agendas as well with Kendrick Perkins. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Diesel. There he is, Rashad Phillips, all-time leading scorer at University of Detroit Mercy, now NBA draft uh, analyst. Check out his work; he's fantastic. That'll do another round of the books of the Wired Pistons podcast from our Rocket Fiber Studios, and we'll talk to you again soon.